Uh, good afternoon, Al. Good afternoon. <laughs> Can you let all of our listeners on this CFS Dana podcast know your full name and when you lived and worked in Dana? You betcha. Uh, name, Alan Edward Nichols. Uh, go by Al usually. If there's a couple Al's kicking around, then it's Nick <laughs> usually. Kind of kind of came that way over time. Uh, we were in uh, good old uh, Dana there from Seventy-two to seventy-six. Uh, it was uh, a good time and had by all. And what was your job there? I worked at the Gator site. Uh, we uh, we were a technician. Okay. Radio. Would that be up on the hill? Uh, no, that was the Gator site. It was actually oh. a couple miles away from the, away from the base. Oh, you! Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we were we were out towards uh, uh, I guess actually it would be towards Saskatoon, uh-huh. uh, but it was about two miles away. You went a, a mile west and a mile uh, south. Uh huh. Yep, kept kept us busy. How many people would work with you? Um, we had uh, uh, I guess at that time about seven people worked at the Gator site. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whether I can remember all the names and get them right. <laughs> I, I hate to miss somebody. I probably give you give you a good. Uh, there was uh, Jonesy. I think he was Gwynver Jones. He was one of the master corporals. Larry Taylor uh, was a master corporal. Um, uh, Al Al Gillis was a corporal. Uh, Stu Johnson was a corporal. Um, Glenn Bratton. Him and I were privates there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the sergeant. I'm not sure. <laughs> A private didn't want to know the sergeant. <laughs> and were people there uh, 24-7? Uh, no, uh, only during exercises. Okay. Uh, most of the time, uh, you know, uh, we, uh, we we were just a straight uh, 8 till 4. Mm-hmm. There was always somebody on call. One technician was on call and uh, would respond within a few minutes out to the site if it was required. For those who don't know what an exercise is, can you explain uh, or yeah, talk about a memory of an exercise? Yeah, once in a while we uh, <laughs> we actually played. Uh, I don't know. It wouldn't be army because we were air force, but uh, <laughs> we we went into a uh, heightened state of awareness. Uh-huh. Put it that way, uh-huh. where everybody yeah. Then it ran a twenty-four hour shift. Mm. Yep, I was pretty busy there. Uh, motorcycle at. Uh, Snowmobile and even even tried ice racing with a Datsun uh, pickup at one time. Uh, <laughs> the snowmobile side, there was a chap I remember. I don't remember his first name. Rosentreader was the last name. Uh-huh. Uh, him and I used to go out all the time. And just around the outskirts of Dana. Oh yeah, all yeah. over. The farmers all knew us. But <laughs> 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 snowmobile back then. Uh, wasn't too common, and uh, of course we'd show up in a pasture and uh, probably uh, get talked to. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember any motorcycles or snowmobiles when I lived in Dana. <laughs> yeah, well, it, uh, this was, you know, I, I was kind of a young guy. I come right from home. I, uh, uh, that was my first posting, and I, uh, you know, showed up there probably thinking I... Uh, Knew an, an awful lot and found out I didn't. <laughs> Do you remember your first day on the base? It was cold. 
I remember thinking uh, it was uh, January, right after Christmas. Uh, we got to be home for Christmas in uh, uh, 71, and then 72, I had to show up at the base. Uh, uh-huh. uh, like about January 5th in Saskatchewan. Uh huh. Yeah. And you had told me that because you were the youngest on base, you got to do something? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, another another thing. Uh, the, the first year we were there, we were the youngest on the base. And, uh, of course, there's a, a big Christmas dinner for all the single people, and the youngest person gets to be CO for a day. Uh-huh. So uh, that was kind of... That was kind of interesting. I uh, there's a bit of a story there. I, I asked the sergeant this. Was on a Thursday, uh, the big meal, and all the, all the married people uh, served the single guys, and of course, you usually drink too much, so that that ended up happening. And <laughs> but I asked my sergeant. I said, "Hey, I'm going to be wasted. Uh, you know, Friday's going to be a waste. I don't want to come to work Friday." And he wasn't very happy with that. He figured that <laughs> I come to work Friday. Uh, the only thing that I did the whole time I was CO for a day, <laughs> I give all the single guys Friday off, <laughs> and, and I didn't show up to work. That <laughs> left my master corporal Larry Taylor to deal with my absence. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. do you remember whereabouts on the base you lived? Uh, actually, when I first got there, I lived in the barracks. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, you know, typical young guy, you just kind of... What was the barracks like? When were they told you to, to go? And uh, uh, I actually posted a picture on the, uh, on the site there uh, a while ago that showed the three towers. And the barracks were on the right-hand side right there. So, uh, uh, I don't know, for some reason I took a picture. And, uh, of course, I took it crooked. I couldn't take it straight like a normal picture. I had to take it like a triangle, but whatever. <laughs> What was yep. what were the barracks like? Did oh, you... they were you know Spartan. It was what it was. You had a room and uh, you had to keep it, uh, you know, to their standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you ate at the mess hall, so that was good. It was just right across the, you know, street from where we were, or right across the road. It wasn't even the street. It was on the same side of the base, and uh, you know, you just went over the curb and you had all done for you. The only thing was they inspected it. So. Uh, I used to uh, regularly, I, I don't regularly, but I used to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> in the barracks? Uh, well, you got in trouble because you didn't have it to their standards. Oh. When you're new but young, you didn't think the way they did. Yeah. yeah. And you said you uh, met your wife when you were in Dana? Yes, I did. Um, Ella uh, was the sister of Lester Olson, and he was a young scope operator. Uh, there, and uh, there's uh, a couple stories there, but I think I'll leave those uh, <laughs> someone else. They love to tell them. <laughs> if you ever ever run into Les or or uh, someone at a party, uh, they'll probably mention it. Okay. Yeah, I married Ella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I met her there. Married her in '74. Of course, that was a Saskatchewan wedding. You know, it's a, a big party uh, uh, in the town of Spalding, which is about uh, 50 or 60 miles straight east of, uh, of Dana. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, there was a big, uh, you know, the Saturday service and then a great big dance Saturday night. Everybody in town is there, typical mm-hmm. uh, you know, country-type dance. 
Everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. Live music, too much polka, I remember that. Phil <laughs> tried to drink the town dry, but I don't think we, we survived it. <laughs> and then you had a daughter? Yes. Um, actually, uh, in the summer of 75, uh, it was time for me to go in my TQ5 course. Uh, that's for your corporals, for your trades training. And uh, uh, took Ella, drug her off to uh, Kingston, Ontario, and we lived downtown Kingston, Ontario. Well, I went on my TQ5 course. Uh, she came back to Saskatoon uh, uh, after the course. Uh, and of course, me being typical what we were, uh, we uh, went on to another course. I didn't come home. Mm-hmm. I went to a K-5 course. And of course, the master corporal there that was teaching at that time was Larry Taylor. Uh-huh. So, and I got my corporals on that course at another big party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Larry can tell that story. <laughs> do you um, remember any of your neighbors? You bet I do. Uh, in fact, our next door neighbor was uh, uh, a young lieutenant, and I'm not sure where he worked, up the hill probably. Uh, he uh, he definitely, uh, you know, Doc Hunt was his name. Mm-hmm. He had a... You know, his wife and him were real young. They had a, a child uh, just, I think, a year older than ours, and we got to be real good friends, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lived on the second trailer in the row. The mm-hmm. base provided them, fully furnished, and uh, uh, I think it paid 75 bucks a month. It was, uh, <laughs> of course, back then there was a bit of money, but it was okay. Uh-huh. A bit of a story there. In 1984, I was in CFS Massett uh, as a technician there and and uh, i'm on parade and along comes the new co and guess who it is this is jacques Blanc. <laughs> <laughs> and of course he stopped talked and and we were still good friends but he was now the co of the base and i was uh, <laughs> i warrant officer at that time so yeah we got along pretty good uh-huh. uh, most of the navy people didn't like it there though because both him and I were Air Force, and they didn't think that a warrant officer should be buds with, uh, with the base commander. <laughs> um, you told me that you, besides working on the base, you also had a job at a gas station? Yes, I nearby? did. Uh, secondary duty, something to do. You know, sometimes you get, uh, I don't want to say bored, but there's a lack of things to do mm-hmm. <laughs> on some of these little bases. Uh, but I was uh, the gas judge. From the shell station, um, Bob, and I can't remember his last name, uh, was a sergeant uh, in charge of that, and I ended up running it. We opened up every day at four o'clock, and we're there till oh, five o'clock, you know, sixteen hundred to seventeen hundred, and and uh, everyone hitting the road, heading home or whatever, would get gas, and uh, most people met me there, I'm sure. Whereabouts was that? It was on the road just as you were leaving the base after you left the, oh. the you know, the guardhouse, uh, and you went down to the road, you turned left, and it was about halfway down uh, to the main road on the right-hand side. Uh, it was the auto club. It had uh, two bays there for anybody who wanted uh, in the auto club to use them for vehicle maintenance or oil changes, whatever. Then there was uh, two gas pumps, shell, uh, a little shell station. We could sell anything. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, we did sell a lot. There was anything right up to including uh, what they call a short block motor. Uh, you know, you could order anything through the club. Oh. 
did met lots of people. Did you get to participate in the winter carnivals? Oh yeah, I seem to remember strapping uh, two by fours to your feet, three foot, three people or whatever, and trying to run in them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure who thought that. One. <laughs> into uh, Saskatoon or Bruno or the village of Dana? Uh, actually, we lived, when I first got married, they did not have PMQ available at all. So Ella and I lived in Saskatoon. Uh, oh. So uh, it was only a couple months or whatever till it was available. But that was a long commute. That's a 50-mile yeah. drive back and forth every day. Uh, mm. uh, and it, it was part of a winter, I remember that. And then uh, uh, we were able to get in there... Uh, uh, you know, the next spring right away. Mm -hmm. Do you remember your last day in Dana when you had to leave? Yeah, actually, I probably do. You know, we were posted to uh, Hobart, mm -hmm. <laughs> which we had no idea where that really was mm -hmm. other than a place on the map and in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but we were, you know, sad to go. And, uh, you know, the biggest, uh, biggest problem was... Uh, I don't think the in-laws ever forgave me for uh, for taking the first grandchild so far away. Patty <laughs> for just, just not quite a year, we drug her off to middle of nowhere. And of course, they were small town people, Spalding, Saskatchewan, you know, salt of the earth there. They had never left. Uh -huh. <laughs> Their big trip was to, to Saskatoon. Mm -hmm. and in fact, Ella's younger sister, when I first met her, uh, we took her to Saskatoon once. She had never been on an escalator. <laughs> you know, it, the way it was. Mm -hmm. Did you have yeah. any other stories or memories you wanted to share? Oh, there's many stories, but <laughs> I don't think uh, I'll, I'll pass any of them along. Okay. <laughs> um, have you been back since the base closed? We've been through there, of course. Uh, we were back to the... the Spalding quite often mm -hmm. uh, over the years, and yeah, I've uh, I saw it go right from an active baby straight to closed and bison running around it, and and I have actually been back and in the Gator site. It's just a hulk of a cement building now, no no antennas, no nothing left. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, kind of depressing uh, mm -hmm. after you were there for a, a few years to see it end up that way. Yes, and where did you go after Holbert? And where well, are you we now? Went, yeah. We, we ended up uh, uh, in Cold Lake. Mm -hmm. uh, spent seven years in Cold Lake. And we ran into a few guys. Uh, Chuck Arnstein and uh, Glenn Bratton were stationed there. Uh, uh, Chuck and, and Val became uh, good friends. They lived over in Morville after they retired here. Mm -hmm. You just had him on the last podcast. Yeah. Make a file. Uh, <laughs> That's great. Yeah. 
Um, and I like to ask people if there's a song, a TV show, a movie, or a book that they associate with Dana. Yeah, I don't really think so. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> we, just had a, we just had a good time. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. There was there was lots of good parties. We were kind of known uh, for the last people to go home for some reason. I'm not quite sure how that was. I remember <laughs> Christmas parties where where they were stacking the chairs and they had to ask us to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Where would those take place? At people's houses? or? Uh, usually, well, the big Christmas party was down in the rec center, down in the big gym. They had it all decorated. For oh, okay. Yeah, we had a good time. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> we were young then. We didn't know any better. <laughs> well, it was great talking with you today. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> interesting. I, I, I still have some memories of there, and... And like I say, I, I've connected with a couple people, like uh, got back together with Glenn and uh, Glenn Bratton and Larry Taylor. I've talked to them. Mm-hmm. I kind of knew where they were, but, you know, you just never, never managed to make the connection. And then when I joined the page, in fact, one day I was sitting here at home. It was a rainy day. And for some reason, I, I typed in CFS data and the page popped up. So <laughs> I thought, what the heck, I'd go in there and say hello and, that's when some of the guys kind of come back and say hello. Is there anyone you're still looking for? Um, anybody that was there wants to say hello, just jump in. You oh. know, I have no heartache at all with that. So <laughs> it's kind of nice to reconnect with with people that are long long lost like that. Yes. Well, have a have a good night, Alan. Thanks for talking you, with us today. You betcha, <laughs> Alan. I'd uh, like to wish all the best there to. All our, our, all our friends and acquaintances uh, uh, from those years. Yes. <laughs> Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.